right, welcome to the Trail Matters Podcast, single track session number 73. We are back in Bomber Studio, jets flying above. They're taking off right now. By Hill Air Force Base. Uh, Shaking the ground. To give some people a better idea maybe where we're at. Um, but yeah, we've uh, missed another week on Tuesday, and now we are, uh, we're going to be back. We're going to get back on the horse. We're back on the horse. We had the time off. We got p- plenty of meetings out of the way for different yes. projects and the holidays out of the way. Right. And Operation Svelte is underway. It is. Which that takes some time because you go through that stage of hangry slash what's mm-hmm. going on in my life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this uh, next Tuesday, be looking for a new podcast from Trail Managers. I think it's episode 109-ish, something like that. I'll have yeah. to go back and look. <laughs> go back and look, <laughs> yeah, see yeah. what we left off at. Yeah, we left off like a couple days before Christmas. But we're back. Um, Operation Svelte is still underway. We'll have a question on the Ask Trail Manners about that later in the show. Right. Someone reached out to us. How you doing on it? Good? Still feeling good? Did pretty good. good. I, I had a little hiccup earlier in the week. Gotcha. We went to Slackwater. Oh, that's right. It wasn't me. The one to go was my wife. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'll go. And I got a pizza and I ate it. Yep. And uh, I thought I had food poisoning. <laughs> I swear to God. I, I, I was up all night with the cold sweats. Uh-oh. Yes. Yeah. It did not. And then I felt terrible all the next day and even till this morning. Really? I felt kind bad. of that lingering crust. Yes, I, I swear. I was like, oh man. Mine's, I haven't good. jumped off the horse yet. Yeah. Um, I actually transitioned more as I didn't have a beer last week. Right. And that's a first. There you for go. This. Um, I don't know if it made any difference other than my taste buds were sad, but. Right. Um, I got a Pliny waiting in my fridge for me. Um, that's a good comeback. Yeah, for the end of the month. Right. You know, just kind of a little, okay, we're doing all right. We're on par. Uh-huh. I've already met my goal for the month. Right. Um, we still got a week to go. Yeah. Um, so I feel pretty good about that. Um, starting to sleep good. Been exercising more, not just running. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's still rocking and been going out. So We also want to start with a show with a shout-out to our buddy Jason Bernheisel with the yep. Bernheisel Effect. Just let him know we're thinking about him and he knows why. Glad to see him back yeah. doing his thing. Good guy. Um, this week, we have some plans. Um, we do? Yeah, this Friday. Oh, yeah. So, uh, most of you know, last year, we attended the And She's Dope 2 Film Festival. The Wild... Wild West Wh- Film Festival. Wild w- Women's Wild West Film Festival, something like yeah. that? There's and a bunch of W's there. Yeah, a lot of W's, kind of like a Woody Footy or a Tooie Wooey. Yeah. Um, but we did... We had Attended that last year. Uh, did three or four interviews throughout the night yep. um, with some amazing people that are doing some amazing things. And this year, we've been invited back for part two, right? Uh, to talk to a couple of the people that are back. There's a few people that aren't, right? Um, but uh, kind of see how that year has transpired, how the projects went. Yeah. And apparently, there's some uh, curveballs in there that we're going to hear about too. That's so, fine with me. Uh, I like to hear about them. So this Friday, we'll be doing a, a show from the And She's Dope Two Film Festival. If you're in the Ogden area, that's this Friday. Uh, what time does that tomorrow. start? Do you know? Uh, I think around six-ish. But I, I know the food trucks are showing up at five. Yeah. They like Lucky Slice. They got some really? curry going. I'm gonna probably do the rice bowl. I'll, I'll extend into that. Okay, because uh, curry is pretty good. I but like yeah, curry. we'll we'll see what they got. You know, I'll All stay right. away from Lucky Slice. Not oh, that man. I don't love it. Don't get me wrong. Love the Lucky Slice. Um, that's kind of gonna be a uh, tempting, I guess, is a word. Sure. Yeah, but I'll bring plenty of water. There we go. Yeah, plenty of pictures of me wanting to be where I'm at. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll be there doing some shows, and then we also got another show looking to line up that we won't expand on too much. And then we're back, like Jill said, we're going to be back in the swing of things, uh, launching shows twice a week again. So we're back. Also, some big news that uh, came out about this last week during Single Track Session seventy two is Anna Frost. Yeah, big big thing. She's leaving Solomon. Yeah, um, on to different things. Right. Didn't really get into too much of what's going on in the future. I think it's- Goat yoga. Goat yoga? Yeah. Okay. She's going to start doing goat yoga. People would tune into that. They would. She'd need a new Instagram handle, though. Yeah. For that, something like that. So, man, when, you know, we, the reason we bring it up is we had the pleasure of having Anne at the uh, Ogden Trail Running Festival last year. Mm-hmm. And she's just awesome. She's and a good lady. And so, you know, obviously she probably won't be back this year being a Solomon thing, but uh, nope. we feel more than fortunate we got her when we did. I know. Because that was a fun show and just not even that, just hanging out with her uh, for a day and a half. Yeah. You know, just 
chit-chatting, talking about yak penis and, you know, yeah. whatever else came up. Busting our nuts. Yeah, yeah. for sure, man. So She's a good lady. Yeah, she is. So we wish her nothing but the best of luck on whatever she's going to be tackling down the road. And obviously we know she'll be successful at it because she's just that type of person. So that'll be super cool. Um, and then you brought up last week uh, the Speed Goat. I was talking about doing oh, yeah. another race. Yeah. And he officially said it is on. I think that's a great idea. So he canceled the vertical mile. Yeah. And brought on the 25K. He's going to have more participants. He will. He'll have a lot more. For um, sure. And you know I wasn't busy that weekend. Do you know the date of that? Uh, the, tw- the same weekend as Hard Rock. It's July 21st. Okay. So it's Saturday the 21st. Hard Rock's the 20th and 21st. Or right. I don't know. The same weekend as Hard Rock. but I might go do that then. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm going to head out to Hard Rock. I got a campsite reserved or I would have gone to do the 25K. I like the idea of the 25K. Yeah. That seems, I mean, you know it's going to be rugged and tough. Yeah. But it's going to be over quicker. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're going to get a hell of a workout. You will. And you're going to be caught into the, the fun of it. So For sure. That would be, that's going to be a good training block. Because I think that discrete series is the weekend before, the Alta one. Yeah, it's the same week as Beaverhead. So I'll be at Beaverhead, so yeah. I won't be able to go to so the So I can discrete. go discreet, and then I can do... Get some vert, man. Do the, uh, whatever that thing's called, the speed goat. Well, that's funny, people. Take a, take a week off, and the Vaquero, and then the Ute. That's a good training block. That's big training block. Not as big as you going for the 100K. Yeah, but it's still a big training block. It is. Um, but it's in my backyard. That's what's important. That's close by. Yeah. You get there quick, get home mm-hmm. quick, find some food quick. Yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, we uh, he posted on social media, and people were we have to name it something. So people were calling <laughs> yeah, the, the, the the Brian Powell. I think had the best one that I saw so today. The pygmy goat. The pygmy goat. Yeah, <laughs> I, thought I, like that that was, I thought that was pretty funny. So um, so yeah, for those of you who got the twenty five k, I don't think registration he's opened up for the twenty five k yet, but the fifty k is open. So right, um, that'll be pretty cool. Uh, for people who want to go a little bit shorter, maybe get a taste of what the Speed Goat has to offer to jump into yep. it. Or as Joel's doing, you've done the Speed Goat. You yep. haven't kind of got over it yet, so you kind of get back into it that way. This is this is perfect way of getting back into yeah, it and maybe never doing the Speed Goat again. Yeah, this, is, this is my way of never doing it again. Yeah, it's like, okay, that was, it's either, all right, that's right, I'm ready for Speed Goat next year. Like, you know what, now I remember more Speed Goat. Yeah. I'm good still. I'm this, good. This I, I don't want to come back it. up out of that climb again. No, thank you. It'd be, it's going to be interesting to see how many is in each race. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me to have the 25K just a big field. Maybe not this year, but in the future, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have already worked on their schedules and, yeah. and everything else. So, yeah, give a quick shout out to Kelsey and Debbie here locally. They got into the San Juan Solstice 50. That's right. The lottery did. just happened and took place. So, yeah. Kelsey Kel- was telling me this morning when she was working out, and I'm like, okay, see that big box over there? Go get it and come over here and do about <laughs> 5,000 step ups. <laughs> that race rocked me years ago. Yeah. Um, that's it's a beautiful that area. Elevation is gonna kill oh, so many people. It's uh well the year that I did it, um, they had the major fires. So when you got smoking. up high, oh man, we were at the award ceremony and it was in a park in town and it felt like a smokers convention. Right, everybody's just <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, the whole time. But it's a cool little town. Yep. there in Lake City and they always put on a good race. So right. uh, that's cool for those guys to get into a lottery and, yeah. and get out there. And Josh Corn's going here. Yeah, as nice. well. So um, and I'm sure there's other people. I didn't really look at the list. I just looked. It. Yeah, our friends, yeah. yeah, our friends that we we knew were. They had there. a UT next to it, and you're like, "Do I know them?" Yep, yes, I, went, I do. That's what I did. I went and hit it, and then filtered states. Yeah, UT, UT. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, uh, good that's luck good. to all those people. Um, before the show, we even talked a little bit about the cold water rumble this past weekend um, down in uh, I think it's Arizona. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That and, cold uh, water. Yeah, yeah, not ours. Yeah, not at our house. <laughs> you see cold water rumble. You see the the death stare yeah, that's coming yeah, to the you. The color come out of your face. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Don't get me started on that race. Um, the um, cold water rumble. And there's different distances, hundred mile. You know. Yeah, they got a lot, right? Yeah, good race, but mm-hmm. uh, the fifty-two mile race is where we're wanting to talk about. Uh, Courtney DeWalter. Yes. Um, those of you that don't remember. Yeah. Uh, she's the Moab two forty. 40 Overall winner. Right. Um, just skyrocketed to everybody at that point. Yep. Uh, but she went down there. She ran the 52-mile race. She thought, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and see what I can do. She did 710, what which was is the, fast. What was the old course record? Um, do you know offhand? It was eight-something. Yeah. That's men. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She broke the actual course record. Overall. Overall. Record. So she by beat like the, an hour. Yeah. She beat the women's by over two. Two hours. And yep. by the men's record by over an hour. Right. And the picture I saw at the finish line. 
it looked like she was just out for a training run. Just she's in her basketball shorts. Yeah, she right? looked fresh and yeah. smiling. I'm like, man, there is something going on here. She's man. awesome, man. She's like, oh, I got second place in ultra run of the year last year. Yeah. <laughs> let me show you what's going to happen this <laughs> let's, year. Let's see. Let's see how this is going to unfold. It'd be cool to see her and Camille just going at it this year. Yep. So, because yeah, I mean, it depends on what's on the schedule. That's the thing. Is like, what I don't know what she's running this year. I don't either. And maybe she doesn't care. You I know, she to get into care. like a western or. Yeah. A, you know, big hundred mile or something, but uh, man, that was crazy fast. And he beat both <laughs> of them because that's not a, you know, a lot of people go to those races at Cold Water Rumble. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a first year race. It's not. Nope. It's it's a pre-established. Legit, yeah, it's been there. So congratulations to Courtney on that because that's stout. Um, yeah, I, it's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to see those two go at it this year. Well, and I think what it boils down to is you know who's running what and when. Yeah. You know what I mean. Because um, we're gonna do that, we just deci- we decided we talked about it last week, and we're gonna yep. launch it today. So the 2018 Ultra Runner of the Year. Yes. So we're in 2018. We're but not even a month in. Nope. <clears throat> but the contest starts now. It does. So you have to look into your crystal ball. Yes. Shake your magic eight ball. Mm-hmm. Um, ask again later. And this is for North American runners. Right? North American runners. Yeah. Um, your top five men mm-hmm. and your top five women Ultra Runner of the Year, and we're gonna bookmark this so we, we can are. come back. You know, <laughs> right. next January, I think essentially. Just, just post it on uh, the website. Yep. So we'll have it on the website. So this is a single track session 73. Yep. We're going to post it on our website, trailmanners.com. Mm-hmm. And I want to see your top five men and top five women looking into the future right. of this year. Okay. So we're going to give you a little time for this, too. Yeah, I think we can give you a couple of weeks. Yeah. Because Maybe we can find somebody to sponsor it. Yeah, and we can find some swaggage to give. Oh, you. you're gonna this. This is gonna be a major contest. All right. So we're gonna give away some serious swag. Okay. Like serious, because we have a whole year to accumulate swag. <laughs> That's a good point. You know, so yeah, you're gonna have some swagging rights. There, there could be some Solomon stuff coming in the mail this yeah. week that uh, I can give you. <laughs> it might be the wrong size for me, <laughs> so you might get some of my hand me downs. So, so today is this is launching on January 25th of 2018. So this is when the show launches. What date are we going to cut this off at? I say we give it a month. That way we can just okay. talk about it. Okay. So February, we'll just cut it off February 25th. Okay. That gives a solid exact yeah, yeah. month, day to day. Okay. So you've got one month. So those of you listening to this show late, if you listen to the show after February 25th, sorry, well, you can still you, enter, if but you you're not going to win. comment after the 25th. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to win. But Sorry, Charlie. You've got one month to comment on your top five men and, and top female. five female right. Ultra Runners of the Year North America. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that'll give uh, you another chance to kind of check out the what's happening on the scene because yeah. Black Canyon. Yeah. It's going to happen before that. It's going to happen before that. It's like the 17th or Moab something. Moab Red Hot's going to happen. Yep. Right. So that gives you um, a, a little bit of preview what's going on with the Coconino Cowboys because yep. two of those guys are racing. And you can do a little stalking. You can you look can. on all sign up, see who signed up for what, check yep. UTMB, see who signed up for what. Check all the major ones, the yep. Hard Rocks, the Westerns. Yeah, um, UTMB, CCC, um, Vaquero Loco. Yeah, because that's going to be heavy hitting. Hot and heavy. Like always. Yes. And we'll be there to drug test. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you got one month. So we want to see some participation here, folks. So you have one month to decide who the top five men and women are for this year. Um, and so that one will be fun to see right. who wins that one. Because that's, seriously, this will probably be our biggest swag package of I a like contest. It. Swag package. Yeah, yeah. Not sweaty package. Not <laughs> sweaty. It's swaggy. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be a fun time. So uh, get on it, do your research, study up, and let's see them. North American only. Yes. Okay, so they got to be North American-ish. Yes, if you put Killian down, you're disqualified. Yeah, no Hornets. Nope. No Professor X's. Nope. You know, you got to you gotta stick to North America. Right. Um, let's see what else we got going on here, Joel. Um, we got an, a race entry to give away. We do. To the Palisades Ultra, Ultra Trail Series. Trail or Series. P- or putts. Yes. So we had this, uh, we said the winner was going to be announced today on the 25th. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the entries by 123. Right. And essentially what it is, is you get, you know, what's your biggest concern when running a new trail race? Mm-hmm. And you had to comment on Facebook. So I had to go back in time. We did. Search down there, find that. Right. We had quite a few entrants. We did. So we went ahead and, so here's the deal. If you're not going to use it, if you win it and you're not going to use it, right now we're three deep. We are. So we know first if you're not if the winner doesn't want it, right? Well, we 
I'll pass it to the next person. Yes. So it's not like you can give it away. No. Right? No, no. If you're already registered, they're going to reimburse you. Right. And it's for any distance. It is. So, I mean, I'm talking, if you want to do that 100 Yeah, that's $300 in savings. Bang. Right. Right. There. But they've got everything, you know, distance-wise. Yeah. So, Joel, you want to go ahead and announce a winner for the uh, for the putts entry? And you're, what you're going to do is email me at manners at trailmanners.com so we can get you set up with the putts dudes. Right. Um, and get that, uh, all the crew up there. they got a great board. Okay, so the first place is Jeremy Haddock. Jeremy Haddock was the first place. So, Jeremy, if you want this, right. if you're going to run it, you have to run it. Yes. Let me know. If you don't want to run it or you cannot run it, let me know and we'll pass it down. And we're going to pass it down to Donette Hunter. Donette Hunter, you're in the second you, slot right now. That's right. So if Jeremy doesn't, then you get to do it. Yep. And then if Donette doesn't want to do it, then Simon Hodgson's. Number three. Number three. Number three. Um, so Simon will have to get on the plane from Australia, fly into Salt Lake City, and then drive up to the putts course. And yep. we're pretty sure Simon would take this if given the opportunity. And, Simon, I will pick you up at the airport and drive you to the race and oh. drive you from the race back to the airport. Nice. How's that? I, I like it. He's got his own shuttle. He does. Because, um, uh, yeah, so that's it. Jeremy Haddock, you're the overall winner. If you want it, let me know. If you yeah. don't, let me know. And then if you don't, we'll pass it down to Donette. Yeah. Donette, why don't you go ahead? All three of you email me. That way I have your info. That's that a good way idea. If they pass it on, I'll say, okay, here you go. Or maybe you don't want it in your top three, and then we'll have to go further down the list because we've got a good list. We, we do. We can keep going if we need to. Yeah. But hopefully somebody in the top three will take an entry. We'll take an entry. So there you go. Yep. And then uh, we'll get you set up with the uh, putts uh, board. Um, I guess what they have, like five people on the board there. Yes. And uh, we'll get you set up. So there you have it. Um, so congratulations. And thank you, Palisades Ultra Trail Series, for the contest mm -hmm. entry there. Um, we'll skip ahead a little bit. Let's do some uh, Strava week. I'm going to get that out of the way this week early. Uh, distance was Jake Jackson, 117.1. Wow. Big week. Runtime, Andy Noyes, 32.52. <laughs> and climbing was Grant Geis, 15.466. Oh. Nice. So that was our, our week this week Grant's for Strava. Grant's from New Zealand, isn't he? Yeah, he yeah. is. So he's getting some vert up there. And, and summertime there, yeah, middle of, smack dab middle of summer. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So I'm they're not. getting major vert. And some ferns. Ferns. I think ferns when I think New Zealand Do still. You? Yeah. I think big snow-capped mountains and Lord of the Rings. Do you? Yeah. Hobbit? Yeah. Cool. I wonder if he's got hairy feet, like top of his feet are super hairy. Grant, Hobbit. we need a picture <laughs> of your feet. <laughs> Or we don't. Either way, it's no, up to you. No, we need a picture of your feet. <laughs> um, the other thing we've been working feverishly on, and Joel got on his uh, skinny skis this past week and went yes. out and crushed some uh, <laughs> crushed some trails. I got crushed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got the uh, Solomon Snowcross event coming up, and this yep. is something that uh, we're excited about. It's actually one month away. Yeah. It's on February 24th. Mm -hmm. um, we're excited about this because it's a little bit out of our realm. Because they're skiing involved. Because of the skate skiing or the classic skiing. Or the classic skiing. Yeah, you but can do there, either. But there's some running involved, and there, Joel ran, it, too. I did. So I, I got out in the anticipated course, which is about 5K, and I skated that course. It's going to be challenging. I'm a, I'm a rock-solid beginner, <laughs> and I had my butt handed to me. Because you're going up or you're going down. There's not a whole lot of flat. It's not a whole lot of sing, sing, sing. There, there's not a whole lot of, oh, this is flat and I can get into a rhythm. No. It, it was, oh, my gosh, here's another hill. <laughs> I don't mind going down. That was fun. I made up a lot of time that way. <laughs> but going up, I'm like, oh, I suck at this. Working a few different muscles. Oh, my gosh. My forearms are screaming <laughs> from from doing all that pulling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Once I got on the run part, I was so thankful. Yeah. Oh, that was I was like right in my wheelhouse. You're like, this is what it's about. This I'll is make what up it's some about. time here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I went out and I looked at. Um, they have a couple different snowshoe uh, trails out there, and so I looked at one because it said the uh, snowshoe overlook. And me, I was like, heck yeah, we're gonna go run up to that overlook. Yeah. And I got up to what I thought was the overlook, and the snowshoe trail kept going. I'm like, well, I'm gonna see where this goes. And I kept going, kept going, and then it stopped. You could see where the trail went in the summertime. So I explored that, ran into a whole bunch of, like, uh, leftover moose uh, party. Yeah. 
like a couple moose had a party the night before. Yep. Um, and I was like, I'm turning around. It's moose drool. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm turning around, <laughs> not going any farther. <laughs> but uh, so I looked at that, and then I know that they have another trail. I'm going to go explore that this weekend. Gotcha. And we'll uh, get a finalization of that, hopefully this weekend or next weekend. But it's it's cool because you can do the whole thing. Yeah. Or you can team up. Right? I think if you're if you're ever been on skate skis or if you've ever been on classic skis before, you can do this yeah. by yourself. Easy. Like I got the skate loop done under an hour. Okay. And I was struggling hard. And it was so refreshing to get my run <laughs> shoes on. So I think if you're really nervous and you've never done this before, you're gonna be able to do it. Yeah. If I can, if I can fake it, you can fake it. Just work, apparently work on your forearms. Yeah, oh man, you're pulling like this <laughs> the whole time. But uh. we're excited. We're working with Solomon on this. They've got races back east as well. Uh, we're trying to open it up here in yeah. uh, in our area, and we've got a great location for it. Oh man, the if the views are fabulous on yeah. the backside of Ben Lomans. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. It's just an awesome spot. I mean, I've been there before. But it's a great spot. It's a great location. It's yep. going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Solomon's going to have cocoa. They're going to have chili. Chili. You know, we're going to be there having a good time. Yep. So tell your friends about it. We'd love to see you there. We'd like to get, you know, 50 people or so out, right, first year. Let's yeah. let's see what we can do to kind of break this in. Something right. new for the area. It is. Right? It's something different and something new for us. You know, skate skiing is such a great way to cross train. Yeah. Or classic ski or whatever you want to call it. Um, so just come out and experience that. Yeah. So, uh, and if you're looking, maybe you're a runner that needs a skate skier, or a skate skier that needs a runner, let us know. Yeah. We've got an event page on Facebook. We can hook people up that way. Yep. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. That's what it's about. This race is just about fun. And if you're an expert, you can still, like Joel oh, mentioned, man. you can go out and crush that. Yeah. You can expert. go, you can go crush it, but it'll be a good fast. workout. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'd love to see you out there. Um, we're putting a lot of work into this bad boy, and we've got a month to go. So, uh, we'd love to see you up there. Okay, how about some Woody Footy? Yes. Had a lot of lot of uh, entries this week. We did. That um, was really surprising. And, uh, we, we again, man, we can't do this without the sign garage. We still mm-hmm. got plenty of hats. They just loaded us up with a yeah. year's worth of hats weekly. Are we halfway through yet? I don't even know. I'd have to look at we my have to go back and see when yeah. we started. I don't think we are. I think we're maybe a quarter of the way. Yeah, I think we started. I don't think we were like in September maybe. Something like that. Yeah. Huh? I mean, as I know is I go to the post office once a week. That's all I know. Yeah. Except I do got to give a quick shout out. We sent I sent one out to Robert Jones. It came back. Uh-oh. So I'll get that back out. And okay. it looks like the address was right. So I might reach out to you to double check it. Yeah. Um, but that one came back to me. Okay. Um, so that one is still on its way. We'll just reship it. Um, so, yeah, we'll, I, I'm hitting the post office every week. They know me pretty well. They don't yeah. even ask me the normal questions like, would you like stamps with that? They're just like, oh, cool, another hat. Ching, 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 I'm out. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll get that going. But, yeah, thanks again for uh, the Sign Garage. Um, you know, if you're looking for anything print-wise done there, they're doing wooden stickers right now. They're doing all kinds of stuff. Now they got some wooden stickers. It's super thin, but it's wood because they do patches on huh. hats. So they're always trying to find new stuff. Wooden stickers. Yeah. So it's really cool. I saw I like some videos. Of those. Yeah, they I saw the Instagram thing on it. So I gotta okay. stop down there and check them out. Because they're just doing cool different stuff. I like that. Right? Just super innovative. So check them out on 25th Street. Give them a call. Check out their website. Uh, but this week, a lot of really good entries again. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh Andrew. Uh, Giles had a good one. Oh, crazy good sunset um, over the lake. His I think. was so like if it was my turn to pick, I was gonna pick him. You were. Well, he's yeah. won before, I think. Has he? I think so. I'm not sure, but that was a good one. Um, there's a lot of good ones. There's some new ones like back east, Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, all these different places that were super good. This week's winner though is going to somebody who took a picture that. And the reason I and there's always a reason like my connection to it. Right. That was my mood yeah. where I'm at right now, but. It was a picture, sun going down, there's a canyon, some water, okay. and just a picture of the running shoes, like they're just chilling, like as the sun's going down. Okay. Hard run. Yeah. Um, it's on the Snake River Canyon, and it's Garrick Aarons is okay. our winner this week. Garrick, right um, I hope I got your name right. It's like Eric with a G and a K at the end. Right. So I'm going with Garrick and Aarons, A-R-E-N-D-S. All right. I'm, I'm thinking I may have nailed it. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but go ahead and email me, manners at trailmanners.com. We'll get your uh, Woody Footy hat out to you. Um, cause, but a lot of good photos, though. Really cool ones. There's someone that had a picture of their, their baby in a stroller that was just smiling ear to uh-huh. ear. Um, that stuff really gets me excited, too, just to see 
you know, families doing stuff. Another month or so, we'll have some really good springtime pictures Uh, starting to roll in. Yeah, some really good ones. I want to see some photos with people like Black Canyon Race. I'd love to see some photos down there. Mm -hmm. Um, Moab Red Hot would be some cool shots that are coming up um, down that area. Um, But, yeah, there's a lot of really good photos. So congratulations, Garrick, and thanks for everybody else who participated this week. Um, Again, we're just a weekly thing, man, weekly thing. Yep. Uh, uh, Woody Footy just went up again. Um, no, the Tui, no, Tui Wooey. Tui Sorry, Wooey. I'm stuck in my head now. Tui Wooey just went up again. We'd yeah. love to see more of those. Take us with you Wednesday. Yeah, take right? us with you Wednesday. Right. Um, those I want to explode. I love the videos because I like people saying, hey, Trail Manners, right. this is so-and-so. Because it's in, fun when you hear their voice. Yeah, it is. Because you always see the photo. Mm-hmm. And you hear a voice like, oh, right on. Right? I get that now. That matches. Or, man, gotcha. that, didn't, that wasn't what I was expecting. That no. was more like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, like Kermit the Frog. He's yeah. funny. He's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, uh, keep those coming. And then we did have some Ask Trail Manners questions this week. One or two, huh? We had a follow-up to our first one because we asked again, what race was it? So this was from Drew. He asked right. about uh, doing a 50K. 50K or 50 mile? Uh, I think it was 50 mile. 50 mile. Right. So it says he's running the Potawatomi. Is that right? <laughs> sure. P O T A W A T O M I. Yeah, it's in Illinois. It's an in, it's a it's, it's an a Indian, Indian name. name. Yeah, right. So I'm gonna go with Potawatomi. It's in Illinois. <laughs> it's a 10 mile loop. Oh, so they'll run it five times. So yeah, yeah you're right. Okay. Um, it's got two to three creek crossings. Yowzer. Um, it's the first part of April in the Midwest, so it could be anything weather-wise. For sure. Never done a 50K, just making the jump to challenge myself and push wow. myself. Thanks for the advice you already gave. I feel I have the gear in line, Yeah. but I'll keep pushing the miles on it and see if for I sure. need to change anything. All right, so that, I'm oh. glad that we know what's going on now. Oh, and I have a Trail Manor shirt and hat as well, Drew. So well, He's already got some swag and rights. So we talked about that, so All he's right. dialed in there. He, he, I think he's got his gear dialed in, yep. but... But there's creek crossings. Yep. I would bring another pair of shoes I would and another pair of socks to halfway through. Yep. Change them out. Well, if, sure. you, if you're doing a 10-mile loop five times, it seems like you're coming back to the same spot yeah, just so by all recollection. Yeah, so I would change my shoes. I, I might even have two pairs of shoes. Yeah, I was going to say, I would have a tub there, yeah. like a uh, Tupperware tub. And yep. the reason I would say Tupperware tub, in case it rains. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I'd have two pairs of shoes and two pairs of socks For because sure. you don't know yep. right out of the gate how you're going to feel. Yeah. But like Joel said, if you change midway through, that's going to help. It's, it's going to liven up your huge. feet. Just dry them a little bit. Yeah. Put some put some nut butter on there. Put some powder on there. Yeah. Um, you know, freshen them up because uh-huh. those puppies are going to be the ones hurting. For sure. Um, but I think what's good about it, and if, I don't know if you have that opportunity. Go out in the course. Go out on that loop, man. Run that thing two times. Yeah. To get a good run feel that thing three times for the loop itself. Exactly. If I don't know if it's washing machine style where you're changing directions every time, or if there's any type of climbs. Yeah. Like even if they're smaller, right? Just to kind of know where to fuel. Yeah. Where not to fuel. If I need to leave you're an aid fuel station, every time you come through that aid station, what, what are you going to eat? Yeah, because if you're right? going up a hill or down a hill, you don't want to load up a bunch of like edibles and run down a hill, right? A lot of bunch of like sandwiches or yeah, because that's going to make you naughty, right? Naughty, yeah, like, your belly's naughty. Oh, okay, so uh, but yeah, so that I think that if you had that opportunity, yeah, or if you have the elevation profile, yeah, just get a good feel for where I can take a little break on that 10 miler, right? Right, because you know, if it was me, I would go first couple laps and try to run as much as I could, fair well for sure, you know, um, mm-hmm. to see how far because you know you're going to slow down most likely at the end, yeah, so get out there, get some, get some good, uh, some route, try to do as 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 many run as much as you can for the th- first three laps and yeah right? the first couple don't spend time in your aid station nope. just except for sh- maybe on lap two you're going to change shoes maybe yeah maybe depends on the creek lap two the time. and four I, I would look at changing my my shoes yeah so i mean that's that's some great information you gave us because that yeah. kind of changed the way we approached it right because right. i've done uh, my first 50k was in colorado and it was god i'm gonna try it was was it loopy? Yeah. It was the same thing, and there was one climb. Right. Like, it was pretty gnarly. And so, after the first loop, I just knew, okay, I'm going to make sure I fuel up before I hit it. Right. And I don't have to hit any fuel once I get to the top, because it's kind of downhill to the turnaround. Right. Um, and then the turnaround. So, th- I think that's always good to know that way. And then, when I, I tell people all the time, if you're even if you're doing drop bags at any race, a lot of people do cloth, or I always go dry bags now. Oh, yeah. Just in case e- it rains. my dry bags? Ziploc bags. Yeah, just I in case of rain. Oh, for sure. Because I've seen people come into an aid station where they just have a tarp laying out. Yep. 
and water's accumulated on the tarp and yeah. your drop bag's sitting in a puddle. Right in the middle of and it. And it's one of those cinch bags or yeah. something. And they're like, well, that's great. All my stuff's wet. Uh-huh. And you might have your socks in a Ziploc, uh-huh. but you may not have your other stuff in there. Everything's in a Ziploc for me now. I do it too because I, like, I'll put nutrition in a Ziploc. Yep. Socks, I differentiate. So when I know uh-huh. what I need, I go to that Ziploc bag. And but I, I, I reuse my Ziplocs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've yeah. got them labeled. They're stuffed away somewhere, yeah. ready to go for the next race. And I, I use everything dry bag. But if you're in a race like this and maybe it's you walk to your car from the start, maybe you can have the little one of those Tupperware things. Yeah, you know, that'd be good. If you're allowed to have a Tupperware. Yeah, exactly. Because you can put your sh- two pairs of shoes in there. Easily. No problem. It's going to stay waterproof yeah. and dry. And the other thing, too, depending on the race, um, at your turnaround, have some spare clothes. Not just socks. Maybe a jacket or a shirt. Right. You know, because if it... The weather-wise, maybe it's going to rain hard. Yeah. It's always nice to feel fresh later oh, in the gosh, race. Yeah. You're not just sopping wet the whole time. Maybe next try to gloves. Maybe um, you start off warm and it gets colder in the, the yeah. day, or maybe it starts off cold and gets warmer. Yeah, but that's an advantage of a race like this is you can probably yeah. have more stuff. Maybe. We're right? making a lot of assumptions right now. Yeah, but I'd imagine. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We need more information. Yeah. But anyway, I hope that helps more, Drew. Um, so, Good luck. We'd love yes. to, and make sure you follow up with us. We'd love to know how it goes in April. Like when you're sure. finishing the race, you know, let us, you know, shoot us an email. Hey, it went awesome. This yeah. is how well I did. Mm-hmm. This um, is why I'd like this to is, do different yeah, next time. This is what I did. This is what I do different. Or mm-hmm. I nailed it. Um, I can't wait for my next hundred. Right? Or my first <laughs> my hundred. Next hundred. Yeah, yeah. Because that's gonna happen. It will. He went down the pan, the rabbit hole. Yeah, he did. It's game over. Um, and then we also got a message from Colin. I don't know if you remember Colin a few weeks ago. He was asking us about a massage therapist. Oh, yeah. Well, what okay. he did is he reached out to Nate oh, and asked good. Nate, said, Nate, who can I do get down here yeah, yeah. in my area? So okay. Nate turned him to Jen Wojcikowski. Oh, that's right. She's yeah, totally forgot about I Jen forgot. Wojcikowski. I forgot. She's down solid. Yeah, so she trained under Nate, who's she's our right. guy. Yeah. Um, and we know Jen pretty well. Yeah. Um, and he basically said, man, uh, he, he got hooked up and now is hooked. He's a total convert. Good. And he said, Jen is amazing. Yeah. And he gave the information to me saying, if anybody wants someone in my in North Salt Lake area, right. go to Jen Wojcikowski. Good. Um, so Colin said, thank you, basically. And he, right yeah, on. it was really cool that that worked out for him for sure. But yeah, he's hooked. He's a convert, so it makes a big difference. It's a huge difference. I'm on schedule through March now. Me too. Through March, or yeah, something like that. I'm through the week after uh, Buffalo. Nope, after uh, Red Mountain. Red, Red Mountain. Yeah, I so think I, I went through March. Yeah, I think next time I go in, I'll keep scheduling it and out. That's what I'll do next time I go in, which is next Friday. Then I'll bump it out maybe through April. Yeah, my next one's not for a while though. Yeah, I gave myself some some time. But yeah, so congratulations, Colin, for meeting up with that. And then our last Ask Trail Manners. Keep these Ask Trail Manners coming because they're fun. They are. And they're going to help other people too. Of course. Right? Um, so don't, uh, and if you don't want to say, just to say your name on the air, just you can tell be anonymous. Us. Yeah, you can be Anon. Yeah. Um, this next one is, uh, starts off runner's experience. Okay. You guys spoke about this last week in relation to trail races mm-hmm. and the quality of the race, right. even if the course is okay. Yeah. Can you elaborate and give us all some examples of what awesome race directors are thinking about to make a trail race one that folks keep coming back to? Okay. That's part one. All right. So let's talk about part one. Okay. Right now. Part one. So what makes a runner experience race? And this is good because we're both runners and we're both RDs. Yes. So you want to kick off or do what do you want to do? I like to think that the, the check-in process is mm-hmm. pretty smooth. Yeah. Right? So you got to think about that. Yeah. How am I going to make it so that they can get in and get out? And then they also can get in, ask questions yeah. to the RD, and then get out if they need to. Or if they just want to get in and hang out. Yep. Yeah. So that you're starting to think of how you're going to the user experience flow of checking in, checking out, being able to talk to that person. And then are you going to have vendors there? Are they going to have access to the runners? Can the runners go talk to them? Um, Are you providing a meal beforehand? I can think back to when uh, we did Beaverhead last year and they had this surprisingly good meal. Yeah. Are you providing a meal? What are you going to do to make that exceptional? Yep. Don't do spaghetti dinner. That's in stupid. In a big, huge tin. Yeah, that's lame. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but you could do better than that. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and then the morning of, or you have a check-in that morning of, can that be seamless? Can that be quick? Can it be fast? So that way the anxiety is not there for those runners that are checking in late. Are there enough porta-potties? If there's not, are you letting the runners know? Hey, we only got a couple porta-potties. Make sure you take care of your business before you get here. 
Um, are you providing transportation to the start line for the runners? Is the, runner, is the start line not there? Is it somewhere else? Are you providing transportation? Is that transportation going to be warm? Do the runners have to stand around in the cold? This is Red Mountain that I'm speaking of specifically. Yeah. Because you get dropped off and it's cold. Yeah. So how can that be improved? Um, if the course is so-so, go above and beyond on the aid stations. Yeah. Uh, make sure your flagging is spot on, your signage is spot on. Um, then afterwards, some people want to hang out. Make sure that you have a great place to hang out at. Um, are you providing food afterwards? You don't have to, but if you do, make sure it's good food. If it's near a, a town, there's probably a food truck. Try yeah. to get that food truck to come out and help you. What's your swag like at the end? Is it just a bland metal? If it is, then call up our buddies at Elevation <laughs> Culture. Yeah. Spice that up. They're going to help you out. Yeah. You know, there, there's ways to make this a great experience if the course is so-so. And that's kind of what we're talking about. So-so course versus or how, how to add to the, that experience. And, and to kind of to go on top of what Joel had to say, one of the things, too, is it really depends, too, on the number of runners you have yeah. and the type of race, whether it's a 10K to a 50-mile, whatever right. it might be, because that does differentiate. So right. for, like, race check-in, like Joel was mentioning, if there's a small number of runners, right. maybe you need two tables, right? Maybe A through right. L, M through Z. If yeah. you got a lot of runners, maybe mm -hmm. you need more check-in tables, because I even noticed, even at our Nordic Valley race, we had two tables, had 100 people. Yeah. You don't want people waiting to check in, like a real long line. People right. get confused. Yeah, they do. So you may have to break it down more. Um, yeah. So that's like for me on a check-in is just how many numbers do you have? How can yeah. you make that flow yeah. to where it kind of goes in a, in a direction? You check in and follow this natural flow, mm -hmm. whether it's then to get your shirt or then to get your goodie bag or right. then to get to the vendors that are there, yeah. um, sponsors to check them out. Because you want the sponsors, if you have sponsors, let them be a part of it. Oh, let yeah. them, it adds to the experience. It does. Uh, and, and maybe at the end it's better to have the sponsors there because b beforehand you the focus is getting them in to the system that you know that they're there to race and you you are counting for them and then answering questions yeah. about the course now that for the should race be the, that should be should the be important by thing themselves right? like yeah for that should be the important questions. thing is safety and then at the end the vendors can have as much time with them as they want yeah uh, the other thing too is just good communication up to the race oh yeah um whether it's hey it's going to be this weather mm -hmm. hey there's some changes hey right. don't forget this afterwards yeah uh, another thing i like to do or like to see at races is not nickel and diming people yeah. right have your race all inclusive yeah right instead of saying if you want this here's this if you want this it's this if you want this it's this because then it's like keeping adding on to the thing now i know some things like joel mentioned a, a pre-race meal that might cost more right and my, everybody wants a pre-race well meal. that's when the, i like this optional ultra sign up now yeah. where you can buy it yeah right so that way you know what your cost is going into that night yeah and then uh, if somebody shows up and they want extra, okay, that's five bucks. Yep, exactly. Right? So, I mean, make it just upfront, make sure uh, people aware. And the other thing I really like, and this, I've seen this at other aid, uh, other races, but I really liked it at Beaverhead, is when you go to an aid station, it tells you how far to the next aid Ooh, station. I like that a lot. You know what I mean? So you don't yeah. have to have a card with you, and you don't have to think, but it's right, right there on a laminated piece of paper. Next it, aid station's five miles away. And you have There's going to be this climbing. much climbing and yeah. this much downhill. That was all. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. That that was so nice because then you don't have to bug the volunteers every single time, right? Because volunteers standing there and they're they're saints. Yeah, but you're gonna get that question: how how far to the next aid station? Mm -hmm. Almost every runner asks that, right? And you got a hundred people asking; <laughs> it yeah. gets lost, right? And the it volunteers does. need to focus, and this way it's right there; mm -hmm. they can visually see it. Because instead of running off, going, "Oh crap, did he say four and a half? But sometimes right. people are more visual. And I love to see that as well as the elevation. That was cool because after two aid stations, you're like, oh, I see what's happening. They're yeah. going to do this at every aid station. Yeah. So that, to that me was is, so that was so pleasing to see that. Yeah. And, and that's a huge runner experience for me is just yeah. is just something like that. Um, you know, the aid stations um, just go above and beyond at the aid stations. Don't try to cater to every tiny no, detail. Definitely don't. But just cater. make be consistent. Yes. Right. Don't have this really deluxe aid station and the next one's got like peaches. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Peaches are pretty good. Yeah, but if that's all they got. Oh, peaches, but you know, try and be consistent with it. 
um, I think is a key. And then Joel mentioned the after thing. To me, that's one of the biggest kickers to a race, right? right? Is when you finish, what's going on? Right. You know, having a cool place where people can hang out, having food available, um, having... For a longer run is nice to have. Exactly. For a shorter race, it's not necessary. But even for a short race, it's nice to have a section where people can hang out. Because we just did the Nordic Valley race. Right. It was snowing on a mountain mm-hmm. in the winter. People finished and were just standing around. They were hanging out. It was That was unexpected. We didn't... We didn't expect that on a short race. We did not race. expect that. But uh, I think that's part of the runner's experience. Because that's what a lot of people, me and Joel talk about it all the time. It's the fear of missing out. And sometimes yeah. it's not the actual race, right. the mileage and the event. It's the before and after. Yeah. You know, what are you doing the night before a race? People love to hang out the night before a race because they get to see where are you from. I see right. my friend. Um, so that's cool if you have something like a check-in yeah. and maybe something going on at the check-in. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what uh, Moab does really well. They have it at a brewery, the yeah, check-in the night before. It's really mm-hmm. cool. You just hang out. Yep. You can hang out if you want. You don't have to. It's yep. optional. Um, so to me, those are some of the big runner experience mm-hmm. things is just, you know, look at it from a runner's perspective. What do you like about a race? Right. Joel mentioned swag. You know, don't do the same thing over don't and do over the same again. Thing. You know, be mix it up a little bit. Be yeah. known for something. Exactly. Elva Caro Loco. They're known for a hoodie. They're known for a hoodie. Who does that? It's right. pretty rare. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that's the only one, but I mean, that's a cool thing for a hoodie. Right. You know, to have it a, a thin. And it might cost a little bit more, but just add it into your cost. Yeah, you add right? it into your cost. There's no t shirt, so it's a and little bit more. That's another big thing. You got to know what your costs are. Yeah. You got to know exactly how much it's going to cost to put on that race. Permits, how many you need, insurance. Yep. You know, everything. Uh, medals, t shirts. You, you kind of know exactly how much those cost, yeah. right? And, and one thing me and Joel have really done that I'm proud of and that we get a lot of feedback on is don't chintz. If you're doing shirts, do a nice shirt. Right. And I'm looking to take our, our shirt game up. Yeah. Because people get a lot, get shirts. Yeah. But how, like, look at yourself. What, you know, some shirts you're like, it's a, that's a hundred percent cotton shirt. Right. Most people will never wear that again. Probably not. You know, but if you have like a nice blend. Yeah. They're going to wear that. And some people are even talking to us more leaning towards a, a blended t-shirt more than a tech shirt. Yeah. I don't like the tech shirts. Because those are pretty pigeonholed. Yeah. Right. I can wear that to my fitness center. Right. Or, or I, can I can run, run in it. it. Right. And it depends on even if I like that style. I want to see it out. Well, and about yeah that's well that's marketing yeah it right? is and you have a cool logo i yeah. think that's another thing with a runner's experience and like joel mentioned before is the uh elevation culture i mean what they do is so cool because it's so different but they can ma- do so many v- things yeah right so that's a cool feature as well so mm-hmm. i think that's uh for me anyway that's all things i look at at races i enjoy is that type of runner experience yeah I th- there's <laughs> Because I know Amy's asked this question because she's thinking about putting one on. I think there's really two different camps of race directors right now. There's, there's race directors that are trying to cater to the new generation of runners. And then there's race directors that have been around for a long time that don't want to progress. Yeah. Right? Maybe not don't want to, but like where they're at. Maybe. They're comfortable, comfortable where they're at. Yeah. I've got exactly. everything dialed in. I think you need to be in that camp that's always looking to tweak to make your race better. Yeah. Because you you have to look at this as a long term project, um, the the needs and the demands of the the runners now and the future runners are going to be different. Yeah, you got to be willing to change. And you know what we'd like to see too. Maybe this could help out. This is Amy from Vermont, and we'll get to the next question. But if you if you're a runner out there or an RD and you've got some ideas on this topic, go ahead and leave a leave a comment on yeah. the Facebook side here. We're always looking to, yeah, to even, make events better. Even for us. Yeah, you for know? sure. So we'll, we'll look at it. But if you've gone to a race and they've done something super cool that yeah. you remember, you keep coming back to, mm-hmm. or, you know, let us know. Because I know there's... I let mean, us know the event and the distance. Yeah, because that, that does make a huge difference. You know, another right. other cool things like Joel mentioned, I like to see is when races, whether it's their location or the name of the race, put the event on in correlation to that, like where you're at. What is cool about where, like I've never been, well, I've been to Vermont once, but in Vermont, what's cool there? Do they have a really cool eclectic food menu at some restaurant or oh, yeah, yeah. a brewery or right. a drink? Like, again, Thai of Carroll, Huckleberry Soda. Huckleberry Soda and hamburgers at the finish. Yep, you know what you're getting, and they're always good, Yeah, right? And it's super low-key That still. hamburger tastes so good. Well, those Huckleberry Sodas you can crush. They're tasty, too. Yeah, so I, I mean, like but it's a different, right? It's not just like, oh, there's Coke, Pepsi, and whatever. Right. It's like, no, we got this and this and this, and yeah. your expectations are there. Mm-hmm. He's got a five-year buckle. 
which is huge. Yeah, that's I mean, you want to get huge. people coming back to your race? Yeah. Offer them something, five, you ten get years. that big buckle. That buckle's huge, it's, and it's so cool. Yeah, so offer stuff like that. So yeah. those are just some ideas. Right. Um, you know, try to try to look what everybody's doing and don't do that. Try and find some some niches be for yourself. Be genuine, you know, be really cater to your runners. And at the end of that's the day, important. at the end of the day, as a, as a runner, I can tell when a RD is looking to add more of making money or an investment as well, I am looking for. it's okay to, to make for, money. No, you have to. You, you've got to make yeah. money. But I'm, you can tell the ones that are out there strictly to make money. You know, it's like, no, we're, we're making money. Or yeah. And you can tell the ones that are like, no, I want these runners to have. A good like experience. The, the way the putts is doing their race. Yeah, like, yeah, this sure. is all about runner experience. Yeah. Right? So I think you have to look into that. Uh, okay, next question from Amy. It was a second part. She said, also, within the guidelines of Operation Svelte. Yes. How many beers are allowed per week, and what beers are recommended for best results? Okay, so Operation Svelte has many phases. And the first phase for me is no beer. For a whole month. For a whole month. I did slip up and have a beer the other night, (laughs) and I didn't sleep well. (laughs) So back to no beer for me. I'd like to see if I can get through February with no beer. I'm not even trying that. And then the second phase will be a beer on the weekends. Okay. Maybe two beers. Okay. During the week, and what type of beers? Oh, whatever the hell I, mean, I want. Okay, so it could so be a big beer. A big beer, like a like a one liter. Yeah, I guess a liter is what twenty-two ounces, maybe Something the twenty-two like ounce beers. Yeah, that'd be okay. That's a lot, though. That's a big beer. That's a big beer. Yeah. I might not feel so good the next day. So mine is like I my operations felt I haven't been drinking beer. Yeah, like for a little over a week now. Yeah, um, I don't plan on it, but I'm not gonna put that like that to me is my thing right well, sure it's like i enjoy it i do too i right? enjoyed it too much that's, that's why the thing it's in moderation like i might have a beer this weekend it might be a week and a half but i might have one beer right because i might want to sit back relax and have that really good tasty beer yeah and so when it comes to what type of beers i'll only go top shelf beers oh yeah for sure like if i'm somewhere someone has me no offense someone has me a pbr i'm like no thank you it's going to have to be well, so a that's beer. So that's 250 calories that you probably did not need, right? Yeah. Well, why waste that? And that's what I'm saying. If it's going to be a beer, it's going to be one of my top five beers. Right? There you go. So I have the Pliny sitting there. I've yeah. got some Mother Earth, some Say When sitting in my fridge. Yeah, Brandon asked me. He goes, hey, have you tried this new beer from Mother Earth? I'm like, nope. Yeah. I have not. So right now I'm in Mother Earth, Melvin's. I got some in my fridge right now. Yeah. And I'm just that like. That heady topper that. Oh, I got. Yeah. That uh, was good. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't so last very long. That. No, that didn't. Um, so yeah, that's that's with me. If I'm gonna have one, it's gonna be. It's gonna be good, right? And, and this goes back. I I've seen this a lot, and someone just called it out about uh, coffee. Yeah. So there's coffee and beer, and people say, "Oh, you're a coffee snob. You're a beer snob." And I okay, that's fine. I am. But see, I I look at it like I don't mind saying that, but I'm like I, I don't consider it being a snob because that's just what I like. So yeah. it can't be, you know. I enjoy, like when, when you get a little older, it's okay to enjoy things that are a little bit finer. Well, and like, well, I'm a water snob, I'm told. I get it from a natural spring. I don't drink tap water. There's certain bottled Aquavista I don't drink. I think it tastes like ass, you know, but I'll drink an Arrowhead. And so, yeah, there's things I like, but I look at it and say, well, that's no different than someone eating food. True, it is. You know, it's like you want to eat this way, so you're a food snob. Yeah. So I think it's just your preferences. And it so is. That's your, the same your taste buds beer. evolve. Yeah, I mean, with they beer, mature. I'll have I'll have a PBR when I'm on the lawn or maybe after a run. Yeah, I won't even do that anymore. But but I'm more about having just a good tasting beer where I can. Ins- yeah. I don't drink to college days where it's like, hey, oh. let's let's drink this cheap beer fast we can so we can run yeah. around with our underwear on her head right yeah this is like this is good i'm older more like joel says refined i like the taste yeah i want to i want to fill it out so that's what i'll do with a beer if i'm going to have one right now and again this is not something i'm completely looking at as my operations felt the way i'm eating is saying i can't do that because it's something i enjoy right i know it's not something i've ever done too much of right right? i mean yeah every once in a while you have beers with people and you have like four or five see i was having a beer every night yeah see i don't do that i never really have so that's, that's one of the reasons I cut mine out. Yeah, and that makes sense, right? Yeah. But, I mean, for me, you know, I just won't dr- – I really don't drink any beer at all anymore unless it's a really good beer. Like, I don't The problem is the, I always had a good beer. Yeah, that's the problem is I have some in my fridge now. Yeah. And you can't let them go bad either. Well, that's the problem. See, so, if, once you, if you, people are giving you beers, you don't want it to go bad. Yeah. You feel bad for it. Yeah, you it's can't let it go beer. to waste. That's just a bad – that's my bad mojo. Yeah. 
Anyways. Um, but yeah, that's it. So me, it's not necessarily something I'm not doing. It's if, yeah. I, if I felt like having one today, I'd go have one today. Yeah. But right now, I'm just liking where I'm at. Right. I'm liking, you know, going to that extra belt notch. Yeah. It feels pretty good. It does. Uh, waking up in the morning, feeling a little bit better. That's been huge. You know what I mean? So those strides are ones I'm like, okay, this is good because yeah. this is into my master plan. It right? is. And when I need to drop the extra weight, I'm going to get a haircut and shave. So like, there's got to be hair and beard. There's got to be at least a pound or two there. <laughs> Right, so that's my yeah. That, in your beard right now, it is. <laughs> that's like my finish line, right? So I'm saving it. Gotcha. Probably for Red Mountain. For Red Mountain, I have a goal I want to be at before Red Mountain. Me March too. March third. I I gotta really tighten it up, man. And I'm I'm well on my way, but yeah. I, uh, I'm hoping to surprise myself. That'd be nice. And so I can go into that. Not I just, got on the scale this morning. I was ticked. Were you? Yeah. I, I do it every Monday now, and yeah. I put it in my little log, my running log. But yeah, I'm gonna surprise myself so I don't feel just good going into the race fitness wise, but I feel good about where I'm at. Like Looking I hit another good. goal, right? So I've got monthly goals. You talked about this a few weeks back. Yeah. So I went and made a little spreadsheet because that's me of my right. monthly goals. What they are, what I'm gonna take to get there and the result. And I'm right. on I am so on course right now for good. January. So like February is gonna be bigger because mm-hmm. we've talked about this. When you start a new way of eating, it's that f- that first three or four weeks. Yeah. Um, you do lose a little bit, but it's like after week four wow. is when you, yeah. it's like week three, I remember noticing it. Right. And then after a little bit, you really notice it and then you'll plateau. Yeah. And before that next phase. Right. So I think by incorporating all these things, it's game on. Right. Operations felt is well underway. It is. And it, the weather would cooperate. We'll, we'll just keep rocking it. Yeah. That's, that's my game plan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, thanks for the questions. Holy cow. Uh, Drew, uh, Colin, and Amy. Yeah. Um, keep them coming, though. We love to hear them. We, we love to answer them. And it doesn't matter what they're about. I mean, it could be a movie review. I mean, right. I don't care. Um, whatever you want to ask Trail Manners. And, uh, again, it helps other people. But, yeah, make sure you respond on this about a runner's experience. That helps everybody involved, mm-hmm. you know, not just ourselves and Amy. But if you're a race director, it gives you ideas because there's so many things out there now that are different yeah. than they used to be. Um, but just uh, just comment. uh on our Facebook on Single Track Session 73. So I think that's it for this week. Yeah. So, yeah, let's stay tuned. Uh, we'll hope to be with you on Tuesday and Thursday of next week mm-hmm. as uh, we kind of just progress and get back on track to where we're at. We've got a lot of things on the table, and we're starting to clear some of those off now. So uh, thanks for listening. Share us with your friends. I know that we've got more oh, last reviews days. on iTunes. Oh, we have? But no tight, like no words. It's oh, just like just checking like five stars. stars. But yeah, but the thing is, right, I noticed this the past week. We have 69 five stars, and now we have two four stars. So someone else came on and gave us a four oh, star. Oh, no. Four and I don't, star. And I don't mind that, but tell me why. Yeah, tell us why. Yeah. What can we do better? Yeah, what can we do to get that five star? But yeah, go on to iTunes, rate us there, <clears throat> leave a review, like type words that make sentences, because those are fun to read. <laughs> sentences. Yeah, those are fun to read. Um, and then even on Facebook, uh, those that have done those. We just got one from Missy, which we really appreciate. We'd love to meet Missy someday. She's in California. Oh, okay. Super rad. Her husband just crushed 100. Oh, that's right. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. She did good, too. Yeah, she did the 20-mile? He won the 100-mile at yeah, Coldwater, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Just crushed it. Congratulations. So, yeah, power couple. Yeah, they are. Um, so anyway, thanks for uh, listening to the show. Thanks for bearing with us as we go through a uh, few weeks of Missed Tuesdays. But we'll be back to our regular schedule. Um, again, this is Eric and Joel, uh, Single Track 73, and we are out.